I am a triple minority, if not quadruple minority. I am a minority within a minority. I am gay. I'm an immigrant. I am a Muslim. And I am a, a, a freshy Paki. That's four already. To me to add another thing that yes, now I'm a refugee as well. What I would like to share is like the situation we are asylum seekers we are going through is no easy at all. By the end of the day they say they don't believe you. You just keep quiet with something in your mind hurting you like you have a heavy load on you. I was never told I was intersex, although they, they knew that's where I was. I was sent to see a psychologist once, and they asked me about my sexuality. And at that particular time, I actually was gravitating towards, I did fancy guys, but I didn't fancy gay guys, I fancied straight guys. And in my own head, it was the right way to be. Now I can only say, in retrospect, that in my childish head, I believed I was a girl, but just couldn't say it then. I would always pray to God to help me overcome these feelings for my fellow girls, but however much I prayed and did everything, still, like, the feelings were always there, and I never got attracted to boys. I kind of came out to my parents purely by mistake. At first they were horrified, but then they just thought it was a phase. They didn't realize it was, was a question of um, identity as well, like I was cross-dressing or something. They're not comfortable, but they're not antagonistic, so it's, it's a bit like a status quo at the moment. My identity as a gay man is, like, it's not the predominant one. It's part of who I am, but I'm other things before I am gay. If you were to ask me to, to rate my identities, it will probably be like fourth or fifth. I consider myself an artist before that. I consider myself, um, probably I consider myself Israeli before I consider myself as gay. I consider myself as a husband, brother, son, friend. Like gay is just part of it. When I was, when I was young and discovered that I'm gay, yeah, everything was about that for a while. And I was much more camp as well, and I was much more effeminate, I think. It was so difficult because my family, except my father, tied everything to make a change. But yeah, it was difficult for him. He even told my community where I am and, and I tried to, to be in the church, to pray. But I cannot change myself. I cannot change who I am. Yeah. Mm. It's not a choice where we're born into, but I wouldn't have it any other way because some of the stories when they traveled around and the laughs they had, and you felt like there was a more of a sense of belonging within families. I would have loved to be a, a part of that generation, but I think, I think that came to me when we were young because we were quite poor. We went and knocked on doors, selling flowers, potatoes, whatever we could do to, to survive, really. We travelled around a lot, 
So integrating into education was very difficult. We were the outside community. I suffered terrible, terrible bullying. Didn't help that. As much as I loved that life, it was really unstable. I couldn't make friends. It's very sad when I look back on it. I was a very lonely person. I was that kid that played on his own in the playground because I, as a child, it must be so difficult where you try and figure where you fit in. And I, I hated school. I went to 11 different primary and infant schools. I, I don't think it's good. I said to my mum, I had enough of the kind of travelling around. I wanted to try and settle and make something more of myself. But I had serious weight issues. And my mum and dad are small people, but I, I, I turned to food for comfort and that's here, there and either. And um, we settled down and when I went into secondary school, I became a really popular person. I seemed like everyone wanted to know me. I don't know if that's because of my status of being a gypsy or looked upon this kind of macho man, hard man, but in reality of it, I was still a very lonely person. The more people that liked me, it's like anything, it gives you a bit of an ego boost and I grew in confidence in that I actually had real friends. I just engaged in education because growing up, one teacher I always remember saying, oh, he's a traveller, he'll never be anybody. And it always stuck with me, always stuck with me that we were looked upon from these professionals and thought we couldn't be somebody. I proved them very, very wrong. I was probably 12, 13 when I thought, I don't know if I find girls attractive. I was very, very confused. And being a, a traveller and trying to identify yourself sexuality-wise, I was going home and it was, a, it was a torture because it's not a choice of being gay, it's who you are. So I tried to have girlfriends from the traveller community, but I, I, I just couldn't get past this feeling that actually this is not what I wanted. I lived a straight life lying for a very long time. It, it was very, very difficult, very, very difficult. And then I went on a journey to lose weight and accepting who I would be. As soon as I kind of lost all the weight, I then felt like that, actually, I can now be gay in the gay world. For me, accepting being gay and being a traveller was probably the hardest thing I ever had to do. But when you accept who you are in a culture that is very male dominant, you can start having a voice in saying, you know what, it's okay to be gay and be a traveler. I always thought to myself that being a traveler, the worst thing that could happen to my dad was his son being gay. And I couldn't get past it. I, I, I just couldn't get past it in my mind. And, and it was a massive torture for me. I think I've learned in life that I've never changed. I'm still that kind, loving,
joyful, always smiling, happy person. All my life I faced prejudice, discrimination because I'm a gypsy, but actually I'm just a human being, just a normal everyday type of guy. When I'm at work, normally I present myself in a certain way. When I'm in my local area, I tend to tone it down, just to make it bearable. I want my voice to be heard. I want to be free, like others, not to live in fear all the time. I see myself as, as a person who just able to live more her life as a transgender woman free from discrimination, inequalities, and yeah, able to help other people as well, reaching out. And as a transgender woman, as a transgender person, we are not less than you, we are not better than you, we are human beings like you. The human rights that you have is also the human rights that we supposed to have as well. I read immigration literature and, and find when people speak to those real truths about moving and becoming a stranger. There's something about being gay, being queer, that's always about that.